Hello, friends. Welcome to episode 29 of Reed Keating's Authors and Entrepreneurs podcast. In this episode, we're going to touch on a few points regarding moving into new genres as a writer. Before we dive in, by way of introduction, I'm Ray Keating, your host and the author of the Pastor Stephen Grant novels. I've now published 10 Pastor Stephen Grant mysteries and thrillers, uh, including three uh, recent installments, Reagan Country, uh, a Pastor Stephen Grant novel, and two short stories, Heroes and Villains, and the brand new Shifting Sands. All are available on paperback and for the Kindle at Amazon.com, and signed books over at RayKeatingOnline.com. I've also just published The Realistic Optimist To-Do List and Calendar 2019. It's available at Amazon.com and at RayKeatingOnline.com as well. This is <clears throat> very different from my previous books. I've said before, I think it's perhaps it's more a productivity tool than a traditional book. Um, I use it to, to better organize my life, uh, to get things done. I'm a big to-do list person. And as I was using to-do lists, I said, there's got to be, there has to be a better way. There has to be a better to-do list system. So hopefully I've come up with that. And I think others can benefit from this book as well. So that again is the realistic optimist to-do list and calendar 2019. In addition, you can check out Chuck versus the Business World Business Tips on TV. That's based on the TV show Chuck, and it's jam-packed with tips for your career. Uh, also, it's available in paperback and for the Kindle at Amazon.com. Signed copies at RayKeatingOnline.com. I'm also the editor, publisher, <clears throat> and columnist for DisneyBizJournal.com. We try to serve up news, analysis, commentary on the Disney entertainment business. So please visit DisneyBizJournal.com. For good measure, I'm an economist, and I taught MBA students for 10 years about entrepreneurship, the economy, and assorted management topics. And while this podcast is mainly targeted at readers and book lovers in general, authors, aspiring authors, entrepreneurs, and aspiring entrepreneurs, everyone is, of course, welcome to tune in. <clears throat> Excuse me. So what about this moving into new genres as a writer? Uh, and I'm going to use the term genre broadly here for our purposes. You know, of course, venturing into something new can be intimidating, but don't be afraid to experiment as a writer. Um, it's a way to discover new opportunities uh, and to grow. You know, the same thing goes uh, for the business end of your writing or just business in general. Uh, innovation is all about experimentation and so on. My own experience, I'd like, I'd like to talk, use some of the points that, excuse me, some points from my own experience in writing, um, moving into various arenas or genres, uh, and how that helped me discover, you know, what I enjoy most and hopefully what I'm best at in terms of my writing. So it started early on, um, uh, you know. Like many others, I'm sure the first uh, pieces that I wrote were letters to the editor, to the local newspaper. Um, and with you know, what you learn there is um, you have to be clear in terms of what you're responding to. You have to use facts quickly, uh, and you need to sum up your, your arguments, hopefully sound arguments, uh, in a very, very short space. So that was my initial foray. 
um, into into writing, and then came newspaper columns. Um, I was a newspaper columnist for 20 plus years. I still am a columnist online, and I've been fortunate to write on a very broad array of topics over the years. Um, and here with newspaper columns, <clears throat> you again learn to be efficient. The word count is your friend. Uh, you need learn to be clear. Uh, obviously, if you're writing a newspaper column, you're making an argument usually, so you have to be persuasive. Uh, but you also want to be engaging. You know, today, so much of uh, you know our political commentary and analysis is more very argumentative. And sometimes you can write. You know, you have to write an argumentative piece. But I always was taught by my editors, fortunately, that you want to persuade people. Um, so persuasion is the key. And again, you have to be engaging, uh, to do that. Um, as you know, I'm an economist as well. Um, so, and, and I do a great deal of writing as an economist, um, policy papers, uh, shorter analyses on a whole host of economic public policy business issues. I write congressional testimony, all of these things have have helped me to um, hopefully be more logical in my arguments. You have to master. You have to show mastery of your your subject. Um, so it's it's a very interestingly, you know, when you, writing a newspaper column is not the same as writing a policy paper. But those these things, letters to the editor, newspaper columns, being an economist, they kind of all group together. Um, and they they allowed me to build um, uh, in terms of my writing career. Now, one thing that was interesting relating to my economist work was writing press releases. That's a very different animal, very different animal from writing a policy paper. Um, you know, writing, a, for example, a press release on a policy paper uh, is a very different thing to do. So you're you're trying to get the attention of um, people in the media. Uh, you have to quickly sum up the the points. For example, if you're writing a, a press release on a policy paper, um, and, and you you have to get them to be interested in the topic to the point that they will hopefully read what you've written and then write themselves about it and hopefully interview you. So press release, and all of this has to be done in a very short, uh, you know, piece of writing. So press releases, this is kind of my first uh, journey into something very different. Uh, I, you know, I would call it a different genre, if you will. Um, after building from the economist work, um I got into the books area. Now, now some of this was very straightforward. You know, I initially wrote a policy essay or two as a contributor uh, to books. Uh, my first uh, books with just myself or a co-author <clears throat> were policy books. They were numbers books. You know, um, uh, D.C. by the numbers, New York by the numbers, U.S. by the numbers. You see that pattern there. So all of those books kind of naturally flowed from... Uh, the economist work, but again, it's a different genre. It's you're doing something very different, you know, uh, when you're writing a book as compared to 
a policy paper or short analysis. You're going in-depth uh, to a level that you have not before. But again, I was fortunate that my experience helped me build up to that. And then I, I took the dive into something completely different, uh, fiction, novels. Um, so I mentioned my pastor, Stephen Grant novels, I've written 10 of them. Uh, and, and these thrillers, mysteries are built on a Christian foundation. So uh, this was obviously it's this was the true moving into a completely different genre uh, with no experience whatsoever, other than the fact that people would tell me, well, you're a newspaper columnist, so you must have a, a novel in you somewhere. Um, and, and other than that, me reading a great deal of, uh, of fiction in addition to the nonfiction uh, things that I love to read. So this was, uh, this was a leap. Um, and, and my objective has always been to, <clears throat> to write something that's entertaining, that's fun, hopefully, that pulls the reader in. Sure, you can make a few points along the way, but the, the main uh, thrust is are the story and the characters. Um, and that's, <clears throat> that's my purpose when I write these books. You know, obviously I have a purpose in terms of writing them with a Christian foundation, but I want them to be uh, intriguing, engaging stories. I want people to care about the characters, whether they like them or dislike them. Um, so that's, that's, you know, that's the main thrust here is just basically to tell a good story with interesting characters. You know, it's, it's, I often think when I get into this discussion about, um, Star Trek, okay? Um, it's interesting to listen to people that are Star Trek fans uh, to talk about this. Now, I, I was a Star Trek fan. I, I, as a kid, I started watching the reruns of Star Trek <clears throat> in the 1970s and uh, have been a fan ever since. But it's fascinating, the interpretation of this, this television show, especially the original series. Um, people try to, particularly, I have to say it, you know, liberals <laughs> love to embrace Star Trek, but I think they try to make it into something that it's not. They try to present this, uh, this idea that Star Trek is popular due to, uh, the progressive ideas that were brought out in the stories, um, that this is why people, uh, were, you know, were engaged and liked the show. Well, first off, with the original series, you can debate that point. I would argue that there are uh, far more... Uh, that, that the original series touched on both sides of any issues that it, it, it decided to uh, address in, in episodes. But that wasn't the attraction. Guess what? The attraction of Star Trek has always been storytelling. Are you telling a good story? And quite frankly, ultimately, it's about three characters... It's about it's about Captain Kirk, Mr. Spock, and Dr. McCoy, and the interaction between the three of them, the humor, the friendship, uh, you know, them working together uh, on various adventures. That's ultimately what made Star Trek interesting and fascinating and enjoyed by millions of fans over the years. Uh, the subsequent shows and movies, quite frankly, have risen or fallen on how much they go down that, that, that how much the more storytelling and the more character driven, uh, the better the shows and movies compared to the ones that, you know, they decided to get on a soapbox and preach. And I would argue that 
Star Trek The Next Generation, particularly in the first season, maybe two, seemed to be more interested in, in, uh, in standing on a soapbox rather than good storytelling. Eventually, I think it morphed into uh, some, some very good storytelling, and that helped the, the, uh, the show tremendously. So, you know, when you're writing a novel or a television show, for that matter, uh, it's not a newspaper column. It's not an opinion piece. So you're trying to tell um, good stories with hopefully interesting characters. Obviously, you're making your points. Your worldview is coming out. But as I've said so many times before, you're not hitting people over the head, or you shouldn't be hitting people over the head with a two-by-four. So <clears throat> that was my big leap into a very different genre of writing. Uh, I've, I've certainly come back. I've also done books that, again, spring from the economist work, but are a little different. I've written business books. Uh, for example, one book explored, uh, uh, it's kind of a refresher or an introduction, if you will, to the issue of intellectual property. Uh, the book is called Unleashing Small Business Through IP, The Role of Intellectual Property in Driving Entrepreneurship, Innovation, and Investment. Uh, this is very much a public policy book, but, it, you know, it's also an economics book, but it's a it's a business book. Um, and it helps, hopefully, people to understand what intellectual property is all about, why it matters. And, you know, if they are in this area, say, of business, uh, why they need to be uh, concerned about, um, you know, protecting their intellectual property. Uh, you know, the Chuck versus the business world, business tips on TV. Again, you know what I'm. What I was doing here was something somewhat different uh, in terms of presenting uh, management and career ideas uh, and principles, and hopefully uh, being of value uh, to the reader. Enter at the same time that I was trying to entertain the reader by using this this wonderful television show. And if you haven't watched Chuck, darn it, you should. I think it's on Amazon Prime now, or go get the Blu-rays or DVDs. Uh, and enjoy this television show starring Zachary Levi. It's just fun stuff. But there was also uh, kind of a, a, a many, many lessons, largely on what not to do <laughs> in the business world. Um, and I turned that uh, into a book. And again, that's a slightly different uh, genre from, uh, from the other work that I did. Uh, but it wasn't a big leap, not like the novels. And then this most recent... A nonfiction book, the uh, realistic optimist to do list and calendar 2019. Um, again, this is very different. You know, this the key here was again to create value for the readers by helping people to become more organized, more productive, uh, hopefully more creative. Uh, you know, make things happen as as I emphasize uh, with that book. Um, so this was very different, a heck of a lot of fun. And, and quite, it came from, as I mentioned before, a need that I, I had in my own life. You know, how do I get all these things that I'm doing organized and how do how am I, how can I get uh, more productive and how can I be more creative? Uh, and that's what I was trying to do, come up with a tool that would help me. And then I turned around and thought, well, maybe this will help others, uh, to be more productive and creative as well. So, um, you know, that was kind of an interesting leap into another genre in the sense that it's like, hey, I need this, okay? I'm going to create it for myself, and hopefully others uh, will benefit from it. 
Uh, and then most recently, uh, uh, it, well, along with uh, this, you know, the realistic optimist to-do list and calendar, which is very recent. But on the fiction front, I decided to uh, move, add to uh, the Pastor Stephen Grant books through short stories. And by the way, I don't like the term novella. And I don't know the strict definition. I know kind of it's loosey-goosey in terms of whether it's a short story or a novella. But I never liked the term novella, so that's why I didn't use it. <laughs> so I went with short story. So I have, uh, you know, the first one I published, both of these came out in 2018, along with Reagan Country, which is a full a full novel. But Heroes and Villains, a passage of Stephen Grant short story. And then the second one, uh, most recent book, Shifting Sands. Again, a pastor Stephen Grant short story. So how did this differ from doing a full novel? Um, well, first off, I was thinking in terms of the story, I was thinking in, in terms of a shorter time frame. Uh, also, I was thinking about a more focused, um, not, not only a focused time frame over a few days, but also a focused ge geographic area, okay? Um, so I thought that lent itself more to a short story. Um, I was going to also, you know, I, I've wanted to focus on um, certain characters in a way, you know, fewer characters, in a way that I don't think, you know, I, I, I don't... When I write the full novel, Pastor Stephen Grant novels, I love to bring in these characters. I enjoy them. I think the readers enjoy them. The short story just allows me to bring in fewer characters and concentrate more on them, uh, which, depending on the story, can work very well, and hopefully it didn't need to. Um, I, ultimately, this came from the urge to write you know, more stories with this group of characters. Um, so, you know, I can, I can write a, a novel takes a certain amount of time, um, short story obviously is is a shorter period of time for me. Um, so I wanted to be able to write more. And and short story avenue, well, by no means am I eliminating the novels, but the short stories allow me to add to uh, the the Pastor Stephen Grant body of work, if you will. Um, and, and these ideas, uh, you know, one focused on a Comic-Con, Heroes and Villains, and the second focused on a, a beach volleyball tournament in New York City. They didn't lend themselves really to full novels, but I wanted to write them. I had, I had you know, these ideas that wanted to come out uh, and stories and about the characters that I thought would interest uh, readers. Um, also, with a short story, you can be more focused in terms of the theme, obviously, and, and that's the case in, in both of these books. Um, I can also, I think, um, bring, not, not so much bring in other aspects of writing, but maybe focus on, bring them to the fore a little more. So, so for example, in these two books, the, the action scenes are a little tighter, um, out of necessity because it's a short story, but I think it works, uh, for, for what I'm trying to communicate. And in both cases, I was able to use, particularly with heroes and villains, uh, more humor uh, than I did in the other books. I always try to inject some humor into into the books, whether in the dialogue or so on, but I was able to do that a little bit more, particularly with heroes and villains. But in the end, um, you know, the 
when I interviewed Ty Bramwell in the last episode, uh, I think we spoke about this on the podcast or maybe uh, when, when the mics were off, but, you know, certain stories just fit certain genres. Um, Ty had said that to me, and I'm, I'm in complete agreement. And, um, and these ideas for, again, uh, uh, a Comic-Con scenario... Um, with with a leading you know creator, comic book creator, and and what's going on around him, um, and then uh, danger looming around uh, a a beach volleyball tournament. These just fit the the short story genre better than a full length novel. And and looking ahead, um, well. <laughs> Let me break on that point and then say, looking ahead, <laughs> um, you know, getting away from the short story angle, I've been thinking about getting into other genres other than, you know, the thriller mystery vein. So, you know, I've, I have ideas in my big ideas book uh, for uh, actually three different series that are really, that are science fiction. Um, now, again, Science fiction is very different from writing thrillers slash thrillers slash mysteries, uh, but you know it, it's it's again it's all about the idea and how passionate and excited you are about it. And I'm excited about these three ideas. Um, also, uh, I've got an idea for historical fiction, um, which which will tie in actually the historical fiction one will tie into the Pastor Stephen Grant universe, so that'll be kind of fun. But so. so Different, but not so different, but it will very much be a looking back in time and set amongst uh, various historical events. Um, and then I've also got another nonfiction book in the works, uh, which is a an economic history. Now, I've not done that before. I love history. Um, you know, I often think of my, you know, I'm not a person that looks backwards uh, very often, but if somebody said to me today, hey, is there something in your career that you would do different looking back? As much as I love economics, I would probably say I'd, I'd go back and get my PhD in history. I mean, I suppose I could still do that, but given my schedule, <laughs> that's not going to happen anytime soon. So um, I am venturing. Why, you know what? Why go get a? Why go sit in a classroom when you? This is the way I think about it at this point in my life. Why go sit in a classroom when I can go out there and write? Hopefully, a good history, uh, a good economic history. Uh, I'll learn a heck of a lot along the way. It's an area where I have written some uh, shorter analysis and articles, so I'm looking forward to that very much. So again, a different genre, but um, I'm enthusiastic about it. I'm not afraid. I'm, I'm looking for, for new opportunities, and hopefully that's what you're doing as well. You know, these genre choices you know, should be, really should be based on things that we've touched on here, your passions, your interests. Uh, your expertise, your experience, you, obviously your imagination. And also, you know, the market. Um, you know, I know, oh my goodness, well, you know, saying this about a writer, but, you know, assessing what is out there in the market, um, like a good entrepreneur and figuring out perhaps something that's needed or, or an opportunity, if you will. There's nothing wrong with that, um, especially if you're, you're passionate about uh, the project. So all of those things come into play. Now, again, you know, you, you need to probably do, do the reading, do the researching, uh, the learning, 
uh, those are all part of the process. However, and I can't emphasize this enough, I was taught this a long time ago by a person I went to, into business with for about, we had a business together for about 17 years. Don't get bogged down in that type of preparation. So, you know, I would emphasize, and I try to do this um, with most things that I write, uh, give yourself a time limit on reading and researching. If you do that and you stick to it, it'll force you to, to get, you know, the reading and researching done. Um, but put a time limit on it and then take the plunge. Start the writing. Uh, you know, make it happen. <laughs> uh, and you'll quickly figure out uh, what works and what doesn't for you. You know, it doesn't mean, you know, all of these ideas that I have uh, doesn't mean that I'm necessarily going to be any good at, at, at some of them. Uh, some people might say I'm not any good at any of them. Ha ha. But anyway, um, so you, you'll figure that out as well. And you figure it out pretty quickly. But, you know, what I've discovered over the years is that it tends to be that what you're passionate about is what you are good at. Um, and that's just a one. That's wonderful when it comes together. So don't be afraid as a writer um, to look at other genres um, whether we're talking most, you know, at the broadest level, nonfiction versus fiction, drilling down uh, into, you know, on the fiction front, for example, a thriller, a mystery, historical fiction, science fiction, whether it's a novel or a short story, uh, explore all these things um, and seize the opportunities because that's what they are, they're opportunities. Thanks for tuning in. Please like us on Facebook at Realistic Optimist To Do, at Pastor Stephen Grant Novels, and at Authors and Entrepreneurs. You can subscribe to this podcast on iTunes. Also, please tune in to another new podcast of mine. Well, not so new. Uh, uh, Free Enterprise in Three Minutes. Again, you can listen and subscribe at iTunes. Again, the Realistic Optimist To Do list and Calendar 2019 is available at Amazon or at Ray Keating Online. Uh, same goes for my Pastor Stephen Grant novels, including the most recent Reagan Country, Heroes and Villains, and Shifting Sands, as well as my business career book, Chuck vs. the Business World. And head over to business, DisneyBizJournal.com for news and commentary analysis on the Disney entertainment business. And you can join us on Facebook there as well at DisneyBizJournal. And until the next installment of Ray Keating's Authors and Entrepreneurs Podcast, Please enjoy reading, enjoy writing, and enjoy entrepreneurship. Uh, God bless and take care.